batters in his first two innings. This is ground ball to second base. Red Heagle falls down, picks it up, fires the first. The Angels have no hit. The Seattle Mariners. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. We're here. Episode three, Rocks in the Outfield. That was Victor Rojas on the call. Um, we're here and it's live and my intro music, I really love it. I don't haven't had a quite, I haven't had a time to ask you guys uh what do you think about it? You know, it is kind of long, it does kill a minute, but that actually helps me uh on the back end. So uh before we get into this, please go ahead and rate, review, subscribe, RRS, uh five stars, follow us on Twitter at Rocks and Outfield. Um and you guys already know I'm your host, Max Farius, on Twitter at MaxFarius27. And I'm here with PDFJ. What do you do, baby? Round of applause for me. Everybody, welcome in producer Dodger fan Jesse. He's in a good mood today, obviously. Nine four. It's Wednesday, so everybody saw the game today. He is in a great mood. Uh, PDFJ, producer Dodger fan Jesse, actually just had what looks like the best birthday weekend uh, of all time. And your birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday once again. Thank you. Um, how was it? Tell, tell the listeners, the Angel fans who care so much about you, uh-huh. how your birthday weekend was. Well, losers, it was a top 28 <laughs> birthday of all time. I'll tell you that. Okay. Great- Didn't crack top 25? Top 25? I don't remember the first, like, eight. Oh, I mean, that would have to crack I it remember. Then. I remember when I was nine years old, they fucking ruined wrestling for me. So okay, was- so nine is... Rank twenty eight, yeah. So we'll we'll put it. Yeah. So we'll top twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. We'll top twenty seven birthday. Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah. My weekend was. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't even ask. It was cool. No, it was, was cool. Like, I I so I was scheduled to go to Mexico this weekend. Nice little vacation, and it was nice because I was I was getting anxiety about like I'm going to be in Mexico. I'm not going to have the best cell service. The Angels are going to be playing. And I got help from the baseball gods. On Saturday, they were supposed to play the Kansas City Royals. Rained out. Perfect. So I only ended up missing one game um, against the Rockies on Sunday, February 23rd. And I was able to keep track of that game. You know, for the most part, I was watching the highlights and stuff. But before I left to Mexico, the craziest thing happened. And obviously, you, me, Carl, uh, the guys from Flagrant 3, um, we we're all we all record at the same studio and we're all under the same umbrella and our goal i think for everyone is to go viral at some point and i unintentionally went viral right before leaving mexico and let me tell you that feeling if that's what heroin is like sign me up <laughs> it it was just like so like that's terrible it was such a good feeling i mean and it's if you guys have gone viral you know the feeling I kid, I would refresh my Twitter feed and that little bubble, you know, you have like a notification to be like one or two, three alerts. I would refresh. It would say 20 plus refresh again, 20 plus. Like it was just blowing up and uh, it was pretty cool to see, you know, it me go viral off of something that I enjoy. Like I'm a Bengals fan, which everybody, there's a backstory behind that. You know, I'm from California, but I like the Bengals and it looks like I finally got accepted into the core of like Bengals Twitter. It, yeah, that's what it looked like. So it, that was great. I mean, if you guys aren't in the in the loop of your team's Twitter, I think that's something for sure. Um, so you did turn off your notifications on Twitter for not. I didn't turn them off because I liked how it looked, but it, it was just like I could 
definitely see how some people would get annoyed or like celebrities have to have a totally different feature. Cause it, I was having trouble. Like reply, I was trying to reply to everyone, everyone positive. There are some people being fucking dickheads and shit, but really like what, what, the, what were they saying? Bro, they were saying like the autograph was fake. They were saying the jersey was fake. They were saying I was going to sell it. Some guy was like, because I mean, the picture, if you guys haven't seen the picture, it's on my Twitter. It's a signed Bengals Joe Burrow jersey. Obviously, he's not in the team yet. Um, you know, it's not a guarantee he'll be number nine. It's not a guarantee he'll be on the Bengals, but he signed it. And someone was like, he put like two max, right? I don't mind. I wasn't going to sell it, you know, especially after how viral it went. It would have been really awkward if I put it on eBay. Um, I didn't want him to think I just played him basically. So um, people were telling me like, oh, it, it, it lost so much value because you put two max. And I had to reply to this fucking douche lord from San Diego State. I was just like, hey, man, like I'd be like, yeah, it would suck if my name wasn't max. Right. And he's like, he's like, no, you imbecile, like you're taking all the value away by him putting that. And I, I just had to like hit him with the, like the sarcasm SpongeBob bending over with the bird beak being like, Oh, you're telling me my Jersey with my name on it. That's not for sale has no value. Just had, just had to take him to school real quick. But uh, yeah, that was an eventful weekend. Um, super crazy. Tons have of you, stuff going on. Have you actually got a, a offer for it? Dude, somebody offered me. Whether they were being serious or not, I got two offers for it. One person offered me four thousand dollars, right? Shit. Which I—that's nothing to laugh at. Look, I'm not fucking Dan Bilzerian or whatever, but four like four grand's a lot of money. But the journey and the experience I thought wasn't worth. Like you know, I ordered the jersey preemptively, being like, worst case, if he doesn't go to the Bengals, I'll get it signed, right? Um. Another guy offered ten. Ten what? Thousand. Did you consider? I heavily considered it, but for the look of Twitter, I don't get me wrong, I was considering it. I was like, fuck, is this guy being serious? But to like Was it in your DMs? For Twitter, no, he he replied and I put I quote tweeted his tweet and I put no and I tagged Joe Burrow, but I was thinking about it. He went on to delete the tweet, which I'm thinking I fumbled the offer. I think he was being serious, and I told him no, and I embarrassed him or whatever, and he rescinded his offer. I thought these were joke offers, um, and then I went back to look at other jersey sales by Joe Burrow, and his LSU jersey actually sold for um, $2,000 the day they won the national championship. So it's not far-fetched to think that this Bengals jersey, first one ever signed, uh, could get four. I don't know of how serious the guy with 10 was, but it, it was pretty crazy to get some money uh, offers for that. I mean, it was nuts. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, well, you have the certificate to, like, back it up, too, if you ever want to yeah. do. What would you consider, like, actually not consider, just be like, dog, I got to pull the trigger on this? Probably five. Five, five what? $5,000 is a lot of money. But, no, no, I mean, like, oh, like $10,000 wasn't enough. No, well, it was. I mean, if the guy was serious, if he was like, because he just said it like, I'll give you 10000 for it. I quote tweeted it, no. Just but thinking it, but if, serious. Yeah, like I didn't think that offer was serious. And then if he would have came back and said like, nah, dog, seriously, like I'll give you ten grand, then I would have been like, okay, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I didn't, I didn't, you know. I mean, if, if there comes a time where I need the money, 
maybe I will sell it. But at, right now, at that point, since it was going viral, and I'm sure he saw it, and like, dude, I had like three or four articles getting written about me, like getting written about me, and Bengals Twitter picked it up and stuff, and I single handedly gave Bengals Twitter peace of mind for the weekend, unintentionally. Um, what about Barstool? I was fucking waiting for them to pick it up, dude. I was, I, I figured like that would be, uh, I, I tweeted like this. I was just being a dickhead the whole night. I just said like ESPN doesn't have permission to use my shit. Only Barstool does. I don't even know if they need permission to be honest, like, cause it's Twitter, but I, I was just trying to be, you know, just trying to get a joke off. Um, they wrote an article about a Joe Burrow thing earlier, but I don't think they were, uh, they were, uh, interested or whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't see it or whatever. Um, but that's going to lead us into one of the segments we have today is autographs. Uh, getting autographs is a big part of baseball. It's a big part of the game. I'm going to uh, lead you guys and kind of give you guys some tips and tricks on how to get autographs. If you like the Angels and you want to go to Tempe and uh, Tempe Diablo Stadium and you want to get autographs and stuff, that is something we'll talk about just a little bit later um, right now. Right now, we're actually going to dive into uh, the games. The It's Wednesday night. We just lost to the Dodgers 9-4. Uh, to four. Actually, the first loss since 2018. Flex. Get used to it. And uh, the Angels have had four games so far. They're 2-2. Two and two, um, And they've honestly have looked really exciting in all four games. Let's start on Sunday um, against the Colorado Rockies. So this was the game where I know I'm sure everyone was watching. I don't know how, you know, I, I'm pretty lucky to where I can watch baseball at work. Um, and these 12 o'clock games are just fucking treats for me because 12 o'clock is like lunchtime and I get there and I only, you know, yeah, you show up at work seven, six, seven, eight, kill five hours next, to, you know, baseball games on. And, you know, that takes you on to the end of your day. Um, this was a game where I don't know if you guys are watching, but. Adele uh, singled to center in the bottom of the first and scored Brandon Marsh, which was huge because that was like our future. So like Squidward says in SpongeBob, like future, like I was so excited to see those two names score a run in the bottom of the first. Now, I have to throw this out there just because everyone's going to say it. It is spring training. You do have to look up uh, who they faced, right? If Adele homers off a triple a guy that's going to be cool but it's not going to be i'd rather have like a double in the gap against verlander or something you know what i mean so we do have to take all this with a grain of salt what i'm looking for really in uh spring training i guess just hustle and then for the vets like i really just want to see anything they change like otani changes batting stance and uh i'm trying to think who else and i think like kenyan kenyan middleton he uh, worked on some of his throwing stuff on uh, one of the other games. But in this game particularly, uh, Adele singled to center. Marsh scored. That was a huge um, thing for just for me, being a fan of Joe Adele, being a fan of Brandon Marsh. Um, and then the other guys, like this was kind of one of the games where a lot of, you know, Simmons played. But other than that, a lot of people didn't really, a lot of normal starters didn't really play. Um, and they beat the Rockies seven to five that day. And I think the highlight of that was obviously the Adele, um, you know, him playing so well. Um, I think he was actually two for three. Um, I don't remember if he got walked. What, who was Adele? Yeah. Adele went two for three, two for three, struck out looking in the fifth, What you know, reached on an infield single. 
and then an error. Yep, I remember. I think it was a throwing error. So he had jo- fucking uh, JoJo Rakes is what I'm going to call him. I'm trying to come up with nicknames for everybody. So far, that I think is my best one. JoJo strikes out. As JoJo well. Rakes. JoJo strikes out when he strikes out. That's not a bad one. We got to be accountable for our uh, positives and negatives. So JoJo Rakes. JoJo Rake shirts probably coming soon. So keep an eye out. I'm going to have one. If you guys want one, let me know. JoJo strikes out not coming soon because that's not what we're going to do. Marshmallow strikes out. Marshmallow would be a good one if we did Brandon Marsh or we did like an Angels jersey, Brandon Marsh's number, and then the Marshmallow DJ head. I think that would be a great shirt. Um, Don't take my idea. I'm going to do it. If you want one, let me know. Um, Copyright. Then the Angels on Monday, which was one of the which was the first game I got to see. Uh, obviously, flew back in Sunday night and Monday morning. Um, went to work. You know, I was exhausted from the weekend, and I was super excited to see that. You know, there was a baseball on. There was spring training baseball on, and um, this lineup was a little more filled with vets. It had La Stella. Fletch, Goodwin, uh, Renjifo, and Jordan Adams started in center field that day. I think that was the biggest, like, um, disappoint not disappointment, but because you can't get disappointed. It's his first spring training game. He goes 0-2, struck out swinging in both at-bats. I'm really expecting a lot of things from Jordan Adams, and a lot of you guys who don't follow the Angels as close, like, you guys might not... Uh, be aware of some of these lower guys, but these are guys who are going to be in the majors in 2022, 2023, uh, maybe 2021 if they're, you know, good enough. But Jordan Adams is like a 2022 guy. Um, he's someone that because I'm into sports cards, I'm heavily invested into Jordan Adams, hoping that he uh, blossoms into the, the athlete and the center fielder that I think he can be. Um the Angels ultimately lose to the Brewers 2-1 to one on Monday. But like I said, you can't take too much. You can't get too high. You can't get too low for these losses. Um, it was overall like a not really too exciting, too exciting of a game. But the Brewers did walk off. Uh, they had a walk-off walk um, to win the game. So, you know, congrats to them. They uh, looked good, but they didn't really play other than Hira. Holt and you know I don't really know who else they didn't really play any of their starters um so that caps off for the two to one loss that that brings angels to one and one and then we go to Tuesday which was the star-studded lineup where the angels just came out fucking hot and this is probably the lineup we're gonna see on uh the end of March and April 3rd against the Astros David Fletcher leading off, Davey Baseball. Mike Trout hitting second, Mikey Baseball. Uh, Anthony Rendon hitting third. Randy Baseball. Randy Baseball. Shohei Otani, Shohei Baseball hitting uh, cleanup. Showtime Baseball. Justin Upton, who mm, I'm not, I'm really pulling for the guy, right? More like up, down. But in clutch situations, Upton just gets me to pull my hair out. Uh, Pujols, Castro, Simmons, and Taylor Ward, who, believe it or not, player of the game, Taylor Ward. With all the, with uh, David Fletch, Mikey Baseball, Rendon in the game, Joe Adele came in. Taylor Ward was the player of the game against the Reds. 
it, he was he was a double away from the cycle in a spring training game. True. So Taylor Ward again, a guy who I thought was on the trade block potentially to go to the Dodgers. He balled the fuck out on Tuesday, and it was fun to see, and it really got me excited. Um, go off, Jesse. So you know how he's expected to play well, like Rendon's expected to play well yep. in the break. Yep. Guy you should be excited about though is Dylan Bundy. Yeah, we'll get to that. That that this was the game he pitched. And obviously, for those of you who know, obviously Dylan Bundy was a top five draft pick back in 2011, I think. And he was a guy who didn't really work out in Baltimore. And some of the things that can there's so many things that can uh hinder you as a pitcher. One run support. This lineup is built around him for that. Yeah, so uh when he was in Baltimore, um, it's a hitter-friendly park. So when you basically think of like every home game he pitches, the odds are against him. Um, Baltimore Orioles, maybe not the greatest defenders. Maybe you know the infielders couldn't really help him out. So that really, that's why the numbers on his stats don't look great. But on Tuesday, he pitched a gem. He walked one guy, struck out four, only pitched two innings. Um, Solid. again, I'm excited for the guy, but at the same time, I'm still kind of, um, I don't want to say like skeptical cause I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to step up in the rotation. Um, but I don't want to get too overexcited and jinx ourselves. Um, by the third inning, the score was six zero and you could see how deep this, uh, deep this, uh, lineup was like pool host, uh, brought in trout Rendon in the first. Ward homered in the second, Rendon singled again and right in the second, Fletcher scored, and then Ward tripled a deep right. Um, I think Ward tripled. I think that was like an Ward error. Hom- Ward homered. On, in the third inning. On the third? In the third inning, he tripled. Tripled to, to deep right. I think that was an error by the uh, Cincinnati Reds right fielder. The ball looked like it was going foul on the right field side, and it just like trickled in. So the ball like ended up sneaking in the right field foul line and it was really cool. But I mean, still a double away from the cycle. I know Keenan Middleton came in, gave up a homer. That's no big deal. It's still good to see him pitch. And he Keenan Middleton's very active on social media. So that's one guy. Hopefully for the sake of like you guys, I get to have him on the podcast. He seems like such a chill laid back guy. Um, I think we're lucky to like, you know, have him on the team. I think we'll be even more lucky if he comes on the pod. So overall, like as a non-Angel fan, I don't know if you watched this game, Jesse, but what did you think? Um, obviously, the first game with the projected MLB lineup, yes. or, or, or something pretty close to it. Like you know, you could swap out someone for someone else. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not a hundred percent, but probably the most accurate we've seen so far. This is what we saw a lot of last year, especially in the middle of the year when you guys had shit rolling. Mm-hmm. Right before All Star break, um, yeah, you guys look good. Plus the addition of Rendon, it's deadly. You guys just yeah. need you guys just need the arms to you know keep you guys in games. I, I, I think I'm underestimating Rendon here because I'm not like I'm stoked that we got him, but it hasn't fully hit me yet of the caliber type of player that we've gotten. What what I, I'd be concerned about with this team if Joe Adele does come up, uh, you guys definitely need to see him take some more pitches. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's young and that brings us to a perfect uh, point in this, uh, you know, that we're talking about this game. It was seven to three angels, but 
Joe Adele filled in for Mike Trout. Uh, obviously, let's talk about Trout's only uh, spring training action so far. He walked in the first and then flied out uh, to left in the second. But if you saw that fly out, it was six inches from being a homer. And the, I wasn't listening to the broadcast, but I was just watching the game silently, listening to something else. Um, but I went back to watch it, and apparently there was, like, winds pushing from outfield going in. So definitely some, like, brujeria going on where Trout hit that shit. And I, and I think I tweeted, like, the funniest thing. It didn't really pick up a lot of traction, but I just tweeted, like, get in the weight room, Trout. Because it, it was, like, a foot away from being a homer. And it's all, I mean, whenever you control the greatest player in the world, like, you have to. Um, but Joe Adele did fill in for Trout. He struck out looking in the fourth. He flied out in the sixth, and then he grounded out to third in the eighth. Um, 0-3 night, I mean, it's not super uncommon. Uh, he's still a young player. We can't expect expect him to go, you know, three for three, two RBIs, and be JoJo Rakes all the time. He's going to have to be Jordan Adele sometimes. So if, if you notice, like, the past three games, he's been swinging first pitch. I, I haven't noticed that. I'll, I'll have to keep an eye on that. But I, I know I like what I hear from that is he's being aggressive, which I like because he's young. And regardless of what happens, I don't think uh, he's going to be on the opening day roster anyways. Um, I think he's going to be a midseason call-up. But I'm excited to see him taking hacks. Um, I don't care too much about the ground out to third. I don't care too much about the fly out to right. It happens. Uh, It's just the strikeouts. All three at-bats in the game against Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Yeah, first pitch swinging, Mm -hmm. first pitch uh, pop-up, and then Mm -hmm. first pitch um, swinging again. Yeah, so he has to work the count a little more. So he's had one uh, one pitch A-B and Mm -hmm. two three-pitch A-Bs. Okay. Like, bro, hasn't even seen a ball yet. Yeah, um, he might just be eager. He's a young guy. um, I'm trying to think. I think he's 20, 21. Again, the future is bright with this guy. Even you being a Dodger fan, you can, uh, you know, I'll set the tone. I think you guys, uh, since we're going into this game, next is uh, the 9-4 loss to the Dodgers. I'll say this. We I, think, I think Will Smith is a good example of what you want a young player to be. Um, yep. He, I think he has potential to be, you know, regardless, he's on Dodgers. It's still fuck the Dodgers. Preseason, postseason, regular season, fuck the Dodgers. Their catcher right now, Will Smith, I think, is a good catcher. And those are, I think, catchers are like something that, like when you have a good one, it's not really, it's like tight ends in fantasy football. He's easily working his way into being a top five catcher this yeah, year. Yeah, um, I wouldn't go that far, but it's kind of like having a, t- a good tight end in fantasy football. Like Rank if you don't get Kelsey, if you don't get Kelsey or Kittle, the rest are like fucked, right? So, I'm going to kick it off by saying that. Will Smith is good. I, w- I would go as far as saying he has one of the best. But he's a top five bat for sure. He's, he's, a, just, he's just not there. I'm not, uh, not going to go that far, but that's you. I'm going to say he's a good good player. Good young player. Like, a future's bright for him, right? You would fucking wet your pants if, if he If he was, like, in yet. the trade? Oh, dude, I would be the biggest Will Smith supporter if he was jumbled in that like Jock Peterson trade you would. that you guys fucked up for us. Um, hatred for bro, me. it would be unbelievably scary if we had Jock Peterson and bitch bitch chicken strip. But let's not look back. We're looking forward. We're actually going to look back a little bit. Uh, Dodgers nine, Angels four. 
and uh, and it was a game that uh, Griffin Canning pitched really well. Robles came in, gave up a, a I think a couple runs, and then uh, after that, it was just a bunch of pitchers that I have honestly never heard of. One of them having an ERA of twenty point twenty five for this game. Um, again, right. not a not our all star lineup or like that's... service guys. Um, against the Dodgers, like all star lineup, probably. I don't want to say exactly what they put out on opening day, but pretty close. But I mean, that's not where the game was lost. The game was lost in the sixth inning going on. It was actually a really good game. Uh, up to like this. This is sixth or eighth inning. This is a really big problem. Like you're, you know, sprung up on Adele, rightfully so, a little bit. Joe Adele, this game. JoJo rakes. JoJo singled first inning, first pitch. Lit. Three pitch at, at, at bat, his second at bat. Mm-hmm. Strikes out. Three, Next at bat. Struck out in three pitches. Struck out in yep. three bitches. Bitches. Three, <laughs> he struck out with three bitches. <laughs> struck out with three bitches. Okay. Uh, Next at bat. First pitch swinging, second pitch swinging, third pitch swinging. And he's so he had two strikeouts that were three pitches. Yep. He's That's still, he's still he's hasn't young. seen a ball. He's young. But the thing with him, I think the upside there with Joe Adele is that every level that he gets to, he struggles for like a week or two, and then he connects the dots or he flips a switch. So I'm not too worried yet, right? He was facing... Um, I think he got the hit off Josiah Gray, who I think is a cool little prospect. And then I think Jansen and Kelly were the ones that struck him out. And those are major league guys. So I'm not too concerned about so, it. Just, just, he can't hit the heat. Well, much. I mean, he's still young is the thing. Like, I mean, like I said, I would rather have if he homered off a single a guy versus a single versus Verlander. I'd like the single better, but I mean, it, it's, Jordan Adams might have the same problem too. Jordan Adams. So then we might have to look at the hitting coach. But he, uh, Jordan Adams struck out swinging again, um, which was tough for him. I obviously want to see these guys do well, but when they're striking out like that, I I don't remember the number of pitches. Do you know on Jordan Adams? Three three pitches. Okay. So that's not so three strikeouts, nine pitches between Adele and Adams. Obviously not great from our uh, two of our top five prospects, but. They're young. They're they're in. I don't even think they they can have a beer yet. So again, not worried about that. This is this is pretty big because like now as a pitcher, you're starting to break down these guys. What four games? Yeah, but I you mean, have, you have tape of them. You start to learn their tendencies. I'm not throwing Adele anything in the zone first pitch from now on. Yeah, and that's where he's going to have to mature. But again, we are four games into spring training. Um, it is something that. It's good that that that's what you would want four games in. You would want something to work on, and you tell this kid, "Hey, jo- hey, Jordan," uh, and that can go for both of them. Jordan Adele, Jordan Adams. Hey, Jordan, you guys have three combined strikeouts with nine pitches. They're gonna watch film. They're gonna say, "I have to be more patient." They're gonna have to work the hitter. And I think Jordan Adams is a little further away, so that might take him a little longer to get. But Joe Adele, for a guy that we're expecting to come up and fill in. Um, at a moment's notice, like if, uh, like I said, he's not going to be on the opening day roster. It but may not even happen this year. He'll get called up this year. Maybe for like a couple games. You guys are injury prone in the outfield, especially. Well, so. don't say that. That's rude. It's um, not. It's very rude. Um, 
And I mean, uh, but if you say it about the Yankees, then it's like, oh, it's okay. It's the Yankees. Dude, the Yankees keep getting hurt. And this is actually a perfect segue. Angels, uh, we're going to wrap that up. Angels are two and two. We play the Padres tomorrow, the Texas Rangers Friday, the San Francisco Giants Saturday, and I'm doing a giveaway. You guys can get your fucking pens out right now, get your papers, get your tweeters, get your uh, fucking Tinder fingers ready. Swipe right, always. When I post the link to this episode, right, go go to my Twitter and look for the uh, new episode out now thing and uh, where I say, you know, reply to this for a chance to win a hoodie. Some of you guys have seen uh, Rocks in the Outfield account has given out jackets and they're really nice material, majestic uh, pregame uh, spring training warm-up jackets, which, I mean, you'll look you'll look like you're on the fucking team. Right, and if you're a girl, you'll look like the girl from the Giants, who's the first woman head coach. And if you're a guy and you're not overweight, you might. Well, even if you are overweight, you might look like you're on the team. You might look like you're on the roster. And if you want to look like you're on the roster, this is what you're gonna do. I'm gonna give away a jacket as soon as uh, so Saturday, February 29th, we play the Giants. As soon as the lineup card comes out, I'm gonna quote tweet it and I'm gonna say uh, jacket giveaway comment. Who do you think is going to be the first person to hit a home run? Right? That game? That game. So we'll look at the lineup. Obviously, if like Trout's playing, everyone's going to choose Trout. And the tiebreaker will be... Don't don't choose Trout. If you guess the inning. So what you're going to do is I'm going to quote tweet it. You're going to comment below the tweet. You're going to say Trout, third inning. Or like uh, Upton, fifth inning. Cal, uh, Calhoun. Albert Pujols, ninth ninth inning, whatever, whatever you want, whatever your guess is, um, and the person with the most accurate response, right? If if all you guys put Fletcher and Fletcher doesn't hit a home run, no one's getting a jacket. But if you guys, you know, if three of you put Trout and you put third inning, fifth inning, first inning, whatever he hits a home run in wins. And if he hits it like the fourth and no one said the fourth, then I'll just have you guys like do rock, paper, scissors or something. Don't pick Trout because he's only going to get like one or two ABs. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's it's going to be all fun and games. Um, it's going to be a great way to guess. It's going to be a great way to get some interaction. Please reply to the tweet. Keep an eye out. And you get yourself a free jacket. Um, I'll shoot you some stickers. And, what about uh, if I guess it right? Are you going to give me one? Yeah, if you guess it right. Okay. Don't know why you want one. Jesse won't stop asking me for a jacket. Which leads us to your, bir- your birthday picture with an Angels jersey. That's a great picture. I need to thank Brian for that. Um, I know there's a story behind it. Yeah. As baseball fans. I'm sorry. I'm good at baseball. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But I'm, that, that, that's what I was saying is like at, you and I both played baseball in high school and then a little bit in like Sunday league. So like if there's pictures of me with like a Red Sox hat on, that's because my school was the Bolsa Grande Matadors. We used the Boston logo. That right? picture was taken in the eighth grade. After- no, no, no. I'm, that's I could twist it and be like, oh, Jesse's an Angels fan. I'm giving you like the benefit of the doubt of saying like. You want me to explain? I mean, you don't have to. Okay. I'm, I'm not giving you shit for it. I know you're not an Angels fan. It was a Tory Hunter jersey. You couldn't last with us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking period blood jersey. You need a World Series loss every year to maintain your like freshness. My sanity? Yeah. Like if you don't make it to the playoffs, you'll like shrivel up like your dick in the morning. But that's like that's why we're uh you know we're some uh, 
we, we have the wherewithal and the, the legs to to last the full season of fucking pain. I'm going to put a G on the Dodgers winning the fucking World Series. Man, that, that's uh, not a bad bet. I don't. I think they're at 1,000 something, maybe. Yeah, plus, uh, plus 300, something like that right now. We can get into a little betting segment. I, I know baseball, I don't really bet baseball too much. Uh, the run line, the money line, I, I don't really get it. Um, one of the bets I like is Trout. AL MVP, obviously, that's going to be... Not even even money. It, it is even. I think it's plus 100. I, I think it's a minus 125 right now. Oh, I'll still take it. And then um, another one that I like is uh, him to lead the league in home runs, which probably won't happen. A guy like Joey Gallo might get it, but it's still fun to be in on something like that. Um, you know, because if, if, like, for instance, Joey Gallo does get hurt, then you're like, my eyes perk up in August and I'm like, Oh fuck trout. If he hits five, he can, he can get this record. But you know, a bet like that is something that definitely something where you like can't shake your head at it because it's something that can definitely happen. Um, it won't, it won't happen here. Uh, hitters, hitters friendly or pitcher friendly ballparks over here. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I just let me root for my guy though. You know, good. Um, <laughs> your money. All right, so this leads us into uh, the Angels ambulance segment. We're going to call it the Wambulance because we're crying because some guys are hurt. Um, like I said, today is, I don't even know what day it is. Today's Wednesday, today the 26th. Is Wednesday, the 26th. Thank you, producer Dodger fan Jesse. This is what you're here for. Um, and let's take a look at the Wambulance and the injury report. Ty Buttry is day-to-day with a back. Julio Tejeron, uh day-to-day with a hamstring. Don't know. How, but okay. Max Stassi, not a fan of him. Uh, his He has a hip thing. Brandon Marsh, day-to-day, this is probably the biggest one. Brandon Marsh uh, hurt his non-throwing elbow on Sunday trying to make a catch. Um, and he hurt his vagina. He's day-to-day. So that's a bummer. Um, let's see how far I can go back. Felix Pena hurt his knee. Uh, don't know if that'll affect his, uh, chances of making the roster, but I mean, I think that would put, hinder him. It's not going to help him for sure. So he'll make it. Um, so there we go. We only have five guys on there. It's not terrible. Um, but it is something where you don't want these to add up. We have five guys on here and it's only been a week. So baseball's a grind, man. I, hopefully some of these guys can, um, you know, fight through it and make their way, you know, maybe a guy like Brandon Marsh can make his way onto a roster, um, which doesn't seem likely, but that's probably our biggest injury so far. Um, Teheron's a guy that we need to step up to. So I say to Teheron and Marsh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Julio, that's probably the biggest hit He's in a, my opinion, because, you know, you, you got to push off the mound. You're constantly yeah. landing stretched out and a hamstring is something that can linger on for weeks and months. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me when you say that. So that could definitely hinder the fucking um, roster you guys have. Well, hopefully that makes your boy Artie fucking say like, "Hey, man, this guy's hurt. We need to get a guy." I don't think so. it's. I don't think it's uh, Artie at this point. I think. Well, I think it is Artie's fault. It is. But definitely, your GM is like fucking scared now, Billy. Billy Bob. Well, he can't do it. He's. I think he's scared that like he's gonna do something, and then Artie's gonna be like, "Nope." Can your ass? Sorry. So that's the uh, that's the Angels injury report. Uh, for the week, uh, week one of spring training, I guess it's, uh, like I said, it's February 26th. I don't know if there'll be an injury tomorrow. And if there is, I can't come back and re-record this. So you guys obviously know how it goes. 
Um, Biggest takeaway, though, is no, none of the stars are injured. Exactly. Yeah. And Shohei's looking good. Yep. Rendon's good. Don't overplay Trout because he doesn't need it. He, I, I, I honestly don't think. I mean, it's good that he's playing and stuff, but obviously. Like, you don't see fucking LeBron James. If there's anyone know. that doesn't need it, you know, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to get cocky, but. I think it should just be a two inning minimum for him each. Yeah, each give game. him a, a, bat, a bat every couple games. Whatever, this guy's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, same thing with Otani. He he's so fragile. Not not fragile, but he just you have to be so particular with him that is just like kind of scares me a little bit. Um, he's Ben Simmons of MLB. I don't want to say that, but I just think that he like I don't. We've never had a guy like this in the league, so. Whatever we do is like writing the book. We get a full healthy season of Otani. I think this team looks scary. That's my opinion. You guys might be laughing at us. I don't care. Um, let me see. I disagree. Whatever. I do. You think we're not scary if Otani's healthy a full year? Well, because he's not going to pitch till what June was. Well, I mean June to October. That's a fucking pretty scary. You know. I say I still think it. If you guys throw him, he's gonna get hurt again. Oh fuck! Well then, happen. I think I think if he does, if that happens, you can't throw him anymore. I think he's just just hit the fucking ball. Throw him in fucking right he's field. An, he's an elite hitter, and he has ace stuff. It's hard. It's, it's like, what do you do? You know. And I'm. I, I hope the Dodgers uh, can have enough uh, sex appeal to bring in a guy of that caliber, I mean, which is proven that they don't because Otani. I'm chose not, us. I'm so. not knocking. I'm not knocking why he chose him. I'm definitely jealous that you guys have. Him, no, I know, but I'm saying that hopefully one day you guys get one. We we have multiple. Bro, hey, bro, Tani. We have. Yeah, we had two way players. Well, not two way. That's that's dime a dozen. He, well, that's the, the thing. Yeah, that that that's what I'm saying. It's like it's hard to like the guy. We all have the same 24 hours. He has to do hitting, pitching, rehab. He's gonna get overworked, bro. I agree. I, that's why I think they have to play it really cautiously. They have and to like. You could see his his bat. Pro- I mean, I'm just talking out of my ass here, but you could see his his bat probably go down yeah. because he's getting fatigued being on the mound. Yeah, constantly. I really I really hope not. I really hope they uh, figure out a way to. I mean, luckily for him, sustain he's not the position player. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I really hope that they figure out a way to sustain these kind of uh, you know his workload and. Uh, you know, fuck Kawhi's load management. Let's load management Otani. Make sure he's fine. And um, like I said, I think if he plays a full year, I think you know th- that would be a nice gift for me personally. Um, one quick thing I want to do. Uh, it's something I'm going to do every episode. I think just because this guy is uh, very into the show, very a really good supporter, um, and he texts me about baseball almost every day. Uh, pinstripe Eddie, we're going to go to the pinstripe report. Uh, Yankees keep getting hurt and not that I want to shit on the Yankees. You guys know how I feel about them. They're a good team. They're good for baseball. Um, their win total is probably still over a hundred. Giancarlo Stan, uh, Stanton hurt calf and Luis Severino again, TJ. I just want to put this in here cause I know Eddie's listening. Uh, just a reminder in case you've forgotten, Giancarlo Stanton, calf strain. I think he needs to change his name back to Mike because Giancarlo is kind of a pussy, keeps getting hurt. Mike never got hurt. So, uh, yeah, so this is that that's your pinstripe report. Um, that's your pinstripe report. Stanton, calf, uh, other guy, pitcher, Tommy John. 
Um, something to look forward to, Yankees. You guys still have Jason Dominguez. Um, that guy is a monster. So uh, that's the Yankee. That's the pinstripe report. Um, one quick note here. We are going to be at spring training in a couple weeks, um, and it's really coming up on us. We're at the uh, Broken Liver Ranch brought to you by... Don't say it, motherfucker. I'm not going to say it. It's Broken Liver Ranch brought to you by some alcohol that we don't know yet. Maybe Carl will get us a sponsor, but we're at the Broken Liver Ranch in uh, Phoenix, uh, six miles away from Tempe Diablo. Uh, like I said, if we get to know you and you're cool, we meet you at the games, come back to Broken Liver Ranch, beer pong, white claws. I don't understand white seltzers, but or not white seltzers. I don't understand hard seltzers. Maybe you could teach me. I don't know. Spike ball. Uh, spike ball, uh, drone action, some over the, you know, some high res Whistle footage ball. or whatever, WB, um, things like that. So we will uh, be there March 13th to March 15th. We will be at the game versus the Cubs and the Giants. I don't know what we're doing Sunday, but if you're out there, don't uh, hesitate to come say hi or whatever. Give me any tips in person. Maybe you don't want to write it online. Don't say hi to me. Say hi to producer Dodger fan Jesse. Um, and that's that. Also, uh, home run derby this coming Sunday. This episode comes out on Friday. So the following Sunday, two days after this comes out, we are going to do a little home run derby place and time not yet determined. But please give me a DM or something if you want to come participate. We're going to do over the line home run derby. We're going to film it. Um, we'll probably go to Miles Square just so Max can hit a dinger. And that's true. I don't hit for power. I hit for average. Um, and you know, come out, have some fun. If you guys want to, you know, hit some balls or, you know, be on film, we're going to be mic'd up. We're testing out this new equipment we have. So again, if you guys want to come out, feel free. Um, and that's all the housekeeping notes. Um, now we'll go into our segment that, uh, segment of the week. I think, um, that's going to be really helpful to a lot of you guys is getting autographs. If you are thinking about getting autographs at spring training, or if you want to get autographs in the regular season, um, I'm your guy. I used to do this as a hobby for, I've been doing this as a hobby for about four to five years. And it's something where you can do it for fun. You can do it to make money. You can do it for whatever, you know, but these are some of the guidelines that I think that if you're going to spring training to try to get an auto, uh, these will definitely help. Um, let's start with spring training. Do you have any, do you have any questions? I know you're a guy who doesn't, I mean, like you, uh, you don't go out specifically to get autographs. So like when you think of like getting an autograph, like, um, what do you, like, if you wanted a Dodgers autograph, what would you do? Um, definitely go out of my way to look at something on their social media, probably mm-hmm. like, Hey, I noticed that you were at a restaurant mm-hmm. been there. thought I was going to run into you that day. Mm. Because I was in the area, yeah. And then so, make small talk. So by that the way, that stuff sense. that stuff really goes a long way. Sometimes if you can get a player and you can you know something about them or like you know you saw something on their Instagram and you bring that up, that can really uh, help your case. Because because um, you, you know like when you see uh, Pat Beverly from the the Clippers mm-hmm. signing autographs, everybody's screaming at him, and he turns around, he just goes, "Say please." Like, yeah, that that was a good video, and I I think that's a big thing that's overlooked too. Look, man, a lot a lot of people, if you go try to get autographs at Tempe Diablo, a lot of guys are going to turn you down. And it's not... You can go ahead and talk about the Dodgers video where all our oh, players just uh, yeah, I mean, walk right Well, that, past. that's what I'm getting to. So, like, 
let's say the uh, so let's say you go get the Angels, nobody signs for you. Like you can't take it personal. These guys are doing uh, their daily routine. It, I imagine it like you're at work and someone keeps bugging you, right? Like so, it's it is kind of it is easy for us to get upset, but you do have to take a step back and wonder like, damn, these guys are probably getting annoyed. Um, I will get to that Dodger video. Remind me that in a little bit. Um, but if you're going to spring training, you obviously know where Tempe Diablo stadium is. And the best way to get autographs in my opinion is to get there bright and early. Um, and you go to the players lot off of Alameda drive, uh, right by Alameda and Diablo, uh, essentially right by the first baseline, basically the closest you can get to the parking lot and right field at the same time. And if you get there early enough, you know, some of the players will be pulling in and they'll have to walk right past you. And I think that's the biggest, that's the best time to go and get autographs. If you are a big fan and you know the players by their face and you know their name, they will, for the most part, sign for you 75% of the time, right? Some guys, you know, if it's your first time getting autographs, you will notice all ages out there. You'll notice kids, you'll notice 50-year-old men, you'll notice teens, and a lot of the times the 50-year-old men, like, they're out there to make a buck, or the the teenagers and the adults that kind of guys my age are out there usually to make a buck and, like, flip an autograph or whatever, Um, but that is, I'd say, the prime spot to get an autograph right off Alameda on the first baseline, and you just kind of watch the guys walk in. You do have a big advantage if you call their name. Like, if it's David Fletcher walking by and you're like, yo, Fletch, can you sign? As opposed to, hey, hey, you, can you sign? Number 22. Number, they well, they won't even have numbers. They're just in, like, Ruka shirts and a hat. You won't have no idea who it That's is. That's true. Um, so it is rough. Trout and Albert and Otani and all those guys, they have their own signing habits. Um, they'll sign for kids. They'll sign for moms and special needs. Yeah, like like, it's very specified. So I wouldn't. If you're going all the way to Tempe to try to get Trout, like maybe don't don't get your hope. Like I really hope everyone can get a Trout autograph in their lifetime. It's a great feeling, um, but again, your hopes up out there is rough. It, it is it does hurt when they walk right past you, don't even look at you, um, don't even say anything, and because you're such a big fan, like right. I'm such a big fan of Trout. He walks right by me, doesn't even look at me. I'm just like fuck, you know. Like I wonder what he thinks of me. Um, Another good location, if you basically go on the other side of the uh, parking lot, you go to the third baseline, there is an entrance there that connects to the practice fields, and there will be players there walking back and forth all day. If it's like a 1 o'clock game, some of them get there as early as 6 a.m., and if you want to get there early and try to get an autograph there, like that's probably a good spot. I don't know how many people will be there. Um, I don't don't really get like – the schedules and stuff. Like, I don't know what time people work out. I don't know what time they go here or there or whatever. So you just kind of got to buckle down and you have to like really bear it out. Like if you're trying to get an Otani autograph, you're probably going to be waiting an hour at least. Right. Um, And then you might wait an hour and come up empty handed and it does suck. But once you get that uh, autograph, you get your first autograph experience, like it will, it'll give you a different view on the player on the team. And it'll really make you like, it makes me like personally really happy when these guys sign. I mean, I'm a 28 year old male, so they probably think I'm selling it or whatever, but it's just a good feeling. 
Um, the third best place, once you get into the game, I think is obviously as close as you can get to the field uh, and as close as you can get to the Angels dugout. Um, obviously, starting from literally first base to all the way to the middle of right field. Anywhere in that along that front row, you could just get lucky. I know a buddy of mine, Noel, got Trout there last year. He got Chris Bryant uh, last weekend. And yeah, it's always it's always good to have a baseball and it's, you know, everybody that listens to this loves baseball and it's a cool little souvenir to keep at your desk in your room. And it's an alternative, man. Like it look, a signed baseball by Trout's like 3-400 bucks. Otani 2-300. Rendon's a little cheaper, but still like that's a lot of money. A blank baseball costs $25 and you just put in some time, get a great autograph. Um what some people do is a big mistake that I think is they like follow these guys. Like, so like trout will leave for the day. They'll like literally get in their car, follow him. And then whatever restaurant he stops at, they'll just wait for him to be done there. At times he signs at times he doesn't. It just kind of just goes on how he's feeling. How many times have you followed trout to a restaurant? Never. I've gotten trout six times. And I think once he started, uh, I think there's been a couple times he recognized me. Um, and now he like, I haven't gotten him since. So I've got I've gotten him six times at the beginning of like 2018, and then I think the All Star break hit, and then I didn't get him ever again. Has he ever said anything to you? Uh, no, he just he just ignore he'll just like uh ignore it, like he'll um, like let's say there's like three balls out, right? He'll just one, skip mine two. So I mean, it can't be a bad thing. I mean, I'd love to have him on. I'd love to talk to him and be like, hey, why won't you sign for me? But I mean. You know, everyone's trying to get a piece of his time. I don't think we'll ever have him on, if I'm being honest. But, you know, we're shooting for the stars here. Um, so that'll wrap up Arizona. Like, if you guys have any more questions about autographs, go ahead and DM me. Um, I I think the one way we can get him is if we have our phones or a recording device on him, catch him at spring training. Mind if you answer a quick question that we have? It, it, it's so demoralizing when you spit that out. And you, you say it over and over in your head, and then you spit it out, and he just doesn't say anything. How many times have you tried? I, I've never asked him to get him on the pod, but there's been times where I've, you know, obviously because like, it's, it's new, but, like, I've asked him for an autograph. He doesn't, doesn't even look, like, looks straight. Like You're looking at him. He's looking okay, like well, 90 degrees that way. All right, let's 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 go ahead and put you in Trout's, Trout's shoes. Mm-hmm. You, you signed for me. You know that I'm gonna go ahead and sign, uh, sell it on eBay. Yeah, I, I understand. And it's like you're making money off me now. Like I'm just, I'm nothing to you technically. That, yeah, that's always been like a moral dilemma in the autograph game. But I think that, like, dude, I mean, a guy that caliber, he's 430 million. What the fuck do you care if I make a couple hundred bucks? You know? Yeah. See, well, um, I get it if I'm taking advantage. If I'm like, if I'm out there, uh, you know, like Tyler Wagner said on Just My Cover. If it's the same guy out there over and over with the same thing, and that's what I was. I was literally at Angel Stadium like three times a week, and I don't blame him if he didn't want to sign. He signed a bunch of stuff for me. He signed six things, uh, which were some were valuable, some weren't as valuable. How many of those do you still have? None. All gone. And he'll never sign for you again. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> so, so I mean, I can't blame him. I mean, yeah, so some of the stuff, you know, obviously, uh, it is cool. Pool host. Not the coolest guy in the world if you're a 25-year-old adult. Um, I'm really excited to go this year. I'm going to try to get Rendon. That's my number one guy. And I've never gotten Otani either. He's another one that I think that um, I would really like to get, but he is difficult as well. 
Um, the language barrier, the interpreter, he's always in a rush. He's got shit to do. Google translate. It is hard. Learn some fucking Japanese. Yep. It is hard. So that, that wraps up the spring training. Um, it did run a little longer than I thought. So I'll do the, uh, I'll do the autograph version of Anaheim stadium. Um, in another episode, I'll, I'll have to, you know, once we get closer to opening day, I'll, I'll do a segment about autographs then. Or if you guys didn't like it, just tell me to shut up. We don't like autographs. We don't care. We just go to the game and get hot dogs and beer. I think everybody likes autographs. I know. I think it's something really cool. I think it'd be cool. Except for me. We're going to get some autographs this year, and they're going to be on film, and that's going to be the coolest thing, I think. Um, we're going to be making a bunch of content out at spring training. I think that's something that you guys should have uh, should keep an eye out for, and you know, it's going to be something really exciting. Um, and I'm honestly excited for spring training. I can't wait. It's uh you know I'm looking for more forward to this than my birthday or than Christmas or whatever. Spring training is a week or two away, and it is go time. I'm kind of sad. Kenta Maeda got traded. Why? Because every time I went to a game, he knew who I was because I'd go, Kenta, I love you. And oh, really? Yeah, he'd turn and you'd just see his big old Japanese team. <laughs> that's cool. Like if you can get in with a guy, like that's good. Like there's there's a guy who get, gets autographs. He's in with like Corey Seager, and he is once you're in. You're in, like it, it's the coolest thing in the world. Um, Kenta threw my girl uh, her first baseball. It's pretty cool. Oh, that I, I do remember that at Petco Park. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, so this leads us into the end of the show. We've been uh, going at it for about an hour here, and I think it's time to wrap up. Um, I know you guys get bored of me fairly quickly, and me and Jesse. I know you guys love him. Just kidding. I get, um, I get bored of you real quickly. Oh, I don't want to listen to this shit. Um, just kidding. So yeah, I, I actually feel really good. We're in a whole episode not talking about the Astros. Um, can, even though Bregman we, did get plunked, so yeah. so I mean, here it is for the people that are sick of the Astros talk. Alex Bregman got plunked. Went on to hit a homer. You know, poetic justice. Straight up, fuck these guys. And it's because Bregman said, "I love the way the game polices itself." Yep. Bitch, take that full circle. Right in the numbers. Full fucking circle. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's it for this week's Rocks and Outfield. Once again, thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you guys are following uh, on Twitter at Rocks in the OF. Uh, retweet my stuff, please. It helps so much to get uh, retweets. And uh, ultimately, we'll get me to a bigger platform that I hope to get on. And, you know, a, a lot of you guys know my goal here is Barstool. It's not... You know, it's not going to change anything. I'm still going to put out an episode a week. But if I get there, you know, I don't want to be too cocky about it. I, in my mind, I'm not getting there. But that's the goal for me. Um, so please follow, retweet, subscribe, and rate. Tell a coworker. Tell a friend. Um, like I said, I'm giving out these jackets. If you guys tell a friend, screenshot it, and tweet it at me, and, you know, they end up becoming a listener, I'll get you a jacket. I'll get you... You know, once uh, season starts coming around, we're going to start doing uh, ticket giveaways and things like that. So you got money. I mean, this podcast is sponsored. So sponsored by Jesse Handicapper, Jesse Handicaps, Jesse Covers. Follow me on Twitter, please. So Jesse runs a gambling service that sponsors the show. Uh, You want to make the best picks in the game. You know who's going to win and you want to bet on it. Uh, Use promo code Jesse for a free pick and uh after that rates do kick in um so if you guys are gambling and you think you know who's gonna win and you want to put some money on it 
Everybody follow at Jesse Covers. Messages and data rates may apply. And they might. We don't know. What does that even mean? It means like if they you might text, apply. If you, if you text a service, like it, you might get charged on that your bill. Might that's bullshit. Just might figure it out. Just might cover. Um, so that's it for me here. Uh, we're getting ready to go to spring training, and that's all I can say. I'm that, so fucking excited. That's I'm, all. That's all my mind. Yeah, same. So for me and the Angels. Um, like I said, no sign off. Take every pitcher in life four fifty, and make sure to take some balls, unlike fucking Joe Adele. <laughs> All right, so that that's the oh shit I forgot. Halo of the week. Halo of the week this week goes to a young player that I think really stepped up, and it's a guy I didn't give a fuck about. I didn't even care that he was even playing. Taylor Ward, player of the week for me. He had a great game against the Reds. He really stepped up in a game where he wasn't expected to. So, uh, H-O-T-W, Taylor Ward. And I'm your host, Max Farias at MaxFarius27. That's all for episode three. We will see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. Tweet us pictures of spring training. Tweet us pictures of your season tickets. And uh, like I said, take every picture 450. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye.